Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about NXT 2.0 and the USA Network now allowing vulgarity on their shows larson although it was beeped it was pretty awesome and they pixelated uh, uh santos when he said it they did uh we're also going to clown the new ring of honor logo uh but first let's talk about this man kota ibushi seemingly very probably could be leaving new japan professional wrestling larson what's going on with this what's happening with the golden star so i try to do like the cliff notes uh, uh, version of what's going on because it's extensive. Pretty complicated There's a story. Lot. There's a lot. So, former IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, Kota Ibushi, has been out of action since late last year after suffering a shoulder injury during the G1 final against Kazuchika Okada. He was announced as a participant in this year's New Japan Cup, only pulled from the tournament shortly thereafter. Yesterday, Ibushi took to Twitter to express uh, frustration uh, and, and seemingly he has a beef with some in New Japan's upper management. So, uh, Ibushi posted screenshots, text messages with a uh, New Japan talent relations executive named, I apologize if I get the name wrong, Kikuchi, uh, who had apparently threatened to fire Kota Ibushi 
after Coda made an appearance at a Just Tap Out show on March 5th without the approval of New Japan. Uh, Ibushi threatened to expose, quote, the sexually harassing bosses from the company's president's lies to his unreasonable power uh, harassment. So Voices of Wrestling followed with an extensive write-up, which stated that Kikuchi told Ibushi that he needed to be ready to wrestle by Wrestle, King- wrestle Kingdom 16, which was, what, three months after his shoulder injury. Uh, Ibushi stated that he didn't want to return to the ring until he was fully recovered from said shoulder injury. And then Ibushi then told New Japan that he was ready to return for the New Japan Cup. He was put in the tournament. He was booked to win the tournament, only to be pulled by Kikuchi on the advice of a doctor over a, quote, minor concern. Uh, Voices of Wrestling also reports that Ibushi and Kikuchi have a beef going all the way back to 2018 when Kota felt that Kikuchi had shorted him on merchandise royalties. Mm. Uh, Dave Melser commented, uh, says, quote, there is more than smoke to the fire. Ibushi has problems with upper management that are significant. Gato is trying to smooth them out, but it's not settled. Oof. That'd be a pretty big loss for New Japan if Kota Ibushi. I mean, look, they're, they're getting along, I guess, fine, you know, and uh, while he's been out, but still... He is, by from what I understand, a pretty big draw over there, mm-hmm. massively popular. He's one of the best wrestlers on the planet, a unique individual to say the least. Um, it's disappointing uh, to learn that there are some, you know, seemingly bad faith actors mm-hmm. in upper management at New Japan, uh, you know, that, that are, you know, carrying out some petty grievances apparently with him. Yeah, um, um, well, and and trying to force him into situations that he that he's not that he doesn't feel comfortable in. And, and I guess one aspect that uh, I think Voices of Wrestling mentioned that I did not put the notes, but I'll mention here that are worth mentioning is that I guess the feeling is that uh, 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 Kikuchi is a bit of an old school has a bit mm-hmm. of an old school attitude towards the business. Like you know, if 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 uh, you're supposed to keep kayfabe outside of the ring, stuff like that. Mm-hmm, but yeah. I guess uh, apparently Kota Ibushi felt like uh, Kikuchi wasn't necessarily implementing that philosophy equitably mm-hmm, yeah you know there are some double standards in terms of of who he'd get on for not being sufficiently old school enough versus some that he would let stuff fly mm-hmm, yeah yeah man i don't you know we are nowhere near well versed enough in uh in you know i mean we, we have given that you know there's so much reporting about the goings on behind the scenes at wwe comparatively speaking uh, and AEW, comparatively speaking, to New Japan. Um, I mean, there was that situation a while ago when the new uh, New Japan uh, president seemingly didn't have the confidence of the guys in the locker room. This seems to be a different situation than that. But, uh, but yeah, we're not really all that well-versed in, in what's going on there to really speak in too much in depth here. Yeah, that's true. Beyond to say that uh, I don't know who this guy is, but I want Kota Ibushi in my New Japan. Uh, and I don't know this other guy. He he can go now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, apparently the deal was concern. that he was working for New Japan in the merch department. His contract expired. They let him go when Harold uh, Mage was was running the things, and mm-hmm. then I guess Dick Togo uh, lobbied to bring him back. Mm-hmm. I think that's from Voices yeah. of Wrestling as well. Okay. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. Like I said, you know, we unfortunately we don't have the ability to uh, cover as much New Japan yeah. as we'd love to here going in raw. 
But, uh, you know, we cover the major shows. We usually put most of them in our predictions to sort of mm-hmm. force ourselves into understanding what's going on over there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, that's a, that, that's an absolute bummer. It is a bummer. And I guess, you know, if Kota Bushi ends up exiting New Japan, I guess, uh, I guess a lot of people would think based on his friendship with Kenny Omega, he would maybe end up in AEW. But then at the same time, AEW has this working relationship with New Japan. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. if there's tension between Kota Ibushi and and uh, and and New Japan, yeah, and if he were to go to AEW, would that cause tension with AEW's relationship with with New Japan? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's 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 a great question. I mean, uh, I you know, I wonder if if New Japan's upper management would have the solidarity to you know to to perceive it that way, or if it's like, okay, well, there's a subset of. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know either. But uh, but yeah, I mean, and on top of that, you know, AEW, they do have, well, I'm sure Kenny Omega would love that to happen. And, you know, obviously as an EVP, he's got some amount of pull. Um, but, uh, and I, I, I do kind of get the feeling that the arrangement, I mean, this is just from my point of view, the arrangement between AEW and New Japan benefits New Japan a bit more than it does AEW. New Japan's trying to make an expansion out here westward as they were prior to AEW, and they probably would have been a lot further along had it not been for AEW, and they're still trying to do that. They're doing some really terrific stuff with Strong, mm-hmm. but I think they want a beefier presence out here yeah. um, in the in, in the United States and uh, and AEW sort of set up to help them accomplish that a little bit more. I do feel that that New Japan benefits more. I mean, look, AEW is going to get plenty of buzz off this Forbidden Door. Oh thing. yeah, Don't I get mean, me wrong. I, I, you know, I think Tony Khan just said that uh, this Forbidden Door show is is the first time they sold a million dollars worth of tickets for a show. Yeah, and that's great. But like AEW, they'll be trucking along regardless with their giant TV. What you know, the, what the next TV deal for AEW is probably going to be huge. Yeah. Um, it's going to be definitely a step up from what they're doing now. Oh, significantly, yeah. And you know that's where we sort of understood. That's where that's where a lot of the money comes from. I mean, that's where, so, yeah, that's where most of WWE's uh, money comes from now. Is TV, the vast majority of TV it, yeah, contracts? Totally. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like live. Uh, my understanding is 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 live shows, especially just live events, are such a small amount of what makes up uh, WWE's, WWE's financial pie, if you will. And I think mm-hmm, it would be even yeah. more so for AEW because AEW doesn't do house shows. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where this goes, what happens, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, want to give a quick reminder to the friendos out there. If you're in Southern California, oh. myself and the enforcer also just just uh, confirmed we have signed also the undead commissioner Ulysses. Mm. He's going to be here, too. Mm. We all got tickets to L.A. fights. May 21st at the Ukrainian Cultural Center um, in down in L.A. And uh, we got, at least me and the Enforcer, I'm not sure about the Undead Commissioner Ulysses, but me and the Enforcer, we got ringside front row tickets. Ooh. They broadcast this uh, live on uh, on YouTube for free gratis. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the area, come to the show, hang out with us, get a two-sweet, get a fist bump, whatever, uh, get a picture, I guess. Uh, I don't charge for pictures, Larson. I probably yeah. should. No, I'd make I, a mint. I, I would never. I would never. I make a mint. I would never charge for pictures. Like uh, Edward James almost at that San Diego Comic Con I was at. He's making like sixty bucks a picture, dude. Yeah, but sorry, yeah. Steve, you're no Lou Edward Ferrigno. James Almost. Surely I'm a Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> <laughs> no. Lou Ferrigno. Nope. Nope. 
The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. So uh, it looks like we may have gotten our first glimpse at the new look of Ring of Honor, Steve. So ROH Acquisition Company, LLC, filed trademarks uh, May 6th. Uh, sorry, filed trademark applications on May 6th for both the name Ring of Honor and the ROH initials. And among all that paperwork, apparently we might have gotten our first look at the new Ring of Honor logo. I'm going to put this some bitch up on the screen because I got it right here. Good. I downloaded it. So uh, unfortunately for those of you in the audio realm, there's no way we can, you know, manufacture this for your ears. Yes. But uh, yeah, check this, check this thing out. Look at that guy. All right, Larson, time to roast. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the you thing. You need some stealth storage? Go so, to Ring of Honor. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. First, the positive. The old yeah. Ring of Honor logo was not good. No, it, it was it was like a tribal tattoo. It was trash. This is at least it's clean. It's simple. It's easy to read. Yes, Will Terminator says it, it says TBS. Very funny. It does look a lot like the TBS logo. Yeah, it looks font. like a yeah, it looks like a T does. yeah, kind of a TV. Yeah, I can see this is like a cable thing, yeah. Yeah, totally. And it looks like uh, uh it looks like it could be like a fast food uh, establishment. Oh yeah. Yeah, ring of hotcakes. Yeah. <laughs> ring of hamburgers. <laughs> ring of hamburgers. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it I mean, good. it's 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 not as bad as the as the previous one. I'll give it that. Uh, I mean, the previous one is the previous one. You know what I mean? Like it's just been around for so long that you're sort of used to it. But it's a trash logo. It's, it's not awful. good. It's awful. This look, I'll be honest with you. This right here, yes, it, it's everything we just said. But um, this is this is. It's always you know when you see like any logo that is simply the font arrangement, the font and the font arrangement and stuff against the the, the trademark. They just do. They don't have all like the the textures that are going to be any, involved. The colors, all the fancy TV presentation the colors this thing might be in pewter or chrome or something it could cool be like all that. volt we don't know the, look this is just fine i mean i don't know how it's going to look on a t-shirt if they want to go simple with a t-shirt but uh but i'm willing to it's not like you look at the AEW logo it's not like that's all that special no, either no. when it's just presented in black and white or, or grayscale or whatever um so uh so yeah i don't know it's always easy to trash a logo in its infancy in, in its infancy stage yeah. but uh but yeah uh i'm sure this will be fine i do kind of like how clean it looks how yeah. basic it looks i mean the the outside box here does kind of look a little bit like uh what jack in the box is doing with their logo yeah these yeah days. it looks like it's a two-tone thing whether it be uh you know two different tones the same color or two different colors right yeah yeah or it's yeah it's like uh there's like it's like this, the, the lights coming over here from the left. Oh, it could be like side. a bevel too. Yeah, 
Yeah, it could be. That's what I was taking it as, like a bevel. Yeah. A bevel, like this has been etched in stone or mm-hmm. metal. Yeah, a Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um. So my look, my thing about Ring of Honor is simple. You got Tony doing the. I'm. I'm actually really happy about this. Because the one thing that Ring of Honor, you and I both agree on, that, that needed a change from for ages ago, they needed to keep up with the times in their TV production. Yes. They they elected to keep a very simple, very dry TV production, and it just lacked any sort of excitement. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you have all these great wrestlers there, but it all lacks excitement. And so I'm, I'm hoping that they're going to do a complete overhaul of the TV production aspect of things. Um, you know, obviously it's ring of honor focus on the really good wrestling, Yeah. but you know, jazz up the production a little bit. It always seems so dead. And then you'd see the fans and they all seem like they couldn't give a shit. Either, I would, so. I would suspect we're going to get maybe a slightly, uh, uh, bare bones, uh, production approach to what we see on dynamite and rampage. Mm-hmm. Obviously yeah. it's not going to have the huge stage. I mean, depending where the shows are going to be held at or get smaller stages. It has, yeah. Um, yeah. It all, it all depends venues. on. Like, where is this going to... Are yeah. they going to do monthly shows? Are they going to do TV tapings? What are they going to do? Pro- I imagine they'll probably do TV tapings. Maybe they'll do them in, at Universal in Orlando where they've been doing uh, some dark in elevations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if they have yeah, that yeah, space yeah. and they can get a, a consistent crowd, even if it's just three, 400 people, mm-hmm. and they got the stuff set up, they might use the same set. I don't know. You know what? I say go full-on Wrestling Society X. I'm talking about CG. Mm. I'm talking about like uh, uh, dudes coming in and altering space time. Uh, piranhas, piranha matches. Bring back the. I'll be honest with you. Tony Khan should have just bought the rights to Wrestling Society X and redid that. That would have got me a lot more hyped up. Really? Ring of Honor. Well, who cares? Let it. Let it go. Nobody cares about wrestling. They want to see piranhas eating people. <laughs> I don't think that even really happened in Wrestling Society X. Well, of course it's in that man kayfabe. That's all good. I don't want to think that somebody's actually going to eat my piranhas. Just like I don't want to think people are actually passing out to sharpshooters on well, NXT I, 2.0, but I, Larson. I think I think the idea is that you want to. Th- I don't remember. I remember watching that episode. I don't remember even thinking, oh, maybe someone in kayfabe even got eaten by piranhas. Well, you know, it was just. A I think bit, it was man. just you the just... threat of being eaten by piranhas. Yeah, scary. But then you actually do it, blood and guts. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We're agreeing. Yeah, with bring that. Oh, okay, cool. So you're down. So yay on piranhas eating people. Well, I mean, yeah, in I mean, your not like real, but yeah, at least give me. Yeah, the, but in kayfabe, give me, yeah, give me the ideas actually happening. Of course, that'd be great, yeah, right? Of course it would. Bring back Wrestling Society X, Tony. Come on. Yeah, that'd be cool. We need we need some we need some episodes. We need to pop some ratings here at Going and Raw. Every time you buy something, it pops our ratings. It does. It totally <laughs> does. Uh, anyway. Let's talk NXT 2.0. Um, I, I thought, thought this episode had a bit of a pep in its step. It man. really did. I thought it. I it thought was, it was pretty good. It had a good energy to it, a good pace. Um, it focused on, on in-ring action. I felt like there was a lot of good matches. The main event was awesome. Yeah. Um, every match but one focused on the women's division, and the one match that didn't was a mixed tag match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they really yeah. put the spotlight on the women's division in NXT 2.0, and and across the board delivered. I thought it was great. Awesome. You know what, man? I've really so I've been very hot and cold on that NXT crowd this week. I feel like they really, if if NXT's creative misfires, that crowd is savvy to it. Yep, they were they booed the shit out of Cameron Grimes, a guy who we both say has come off as lobotomized. Mm-hmm. He's it's not working. The crowd was booing the shit. They are cheering one of the most over guys is Solo Sokoa. Mm-hmm. 
as well as he should be, man. I love his presentation. I love what they're doing with him. I think he's been pretty great. Um, they dumped, they, uh, dumped all over Joe Gacy tonight. They because it was trash. It was trash. It was this. It was this bargain basement Bray Wyatt shit that mm-hmm. they're doing with them that we've seen a million times before, and there's no point to it. So of course they yeah they dumped all over. It. I loved it. Um, I thought that was I thought that was really good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I thought I thought there was a lot to like. I really like the addition of Damon Kemp mm-hmm. to Diamond Mine. Mm-hmm. I like that uh, that Roderick Strong uh, is uh, a bit. We saw a little bit of like the undisputed uh, era version of Roderick Strong. Mm-hmm. He was a bit snarkier this week, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's not going to end well for anybody. But I think Damon Kemp is a killer uh, man. What are the odds that Damon Kemp? has a longer career in WWE than his brother. I know it's like so stupid to speculate right now, but I love his presence. Mm-hmm. He seems like a natural like he's very natural in front of the camera. He, seems he like has a natural like, performer, yeah. He gives me and on and in terms of like his sort of vibe, he gives me like Keith Lee vibes. Yeah. A guy who he's very confident in himself. He's very calm. He ain't going to fuck you up unless he needs to, and there's no need to sort of like put up a front. And I love that about this guy, man. And on top of that, he's got all the credentials. Yeah. Um, when I see, you know, sometimes it might not be a great idea to just throw somebody in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And I don't, we haven't seen anything from Gable Steveson yet. No. So far from what I liked from his, the reason I bring him up is because his brother. Yeah. Uh, uh, Damon Kemp. I like what I see a lot so far. And I think Diamond Mind's a really good fit with the Creed brothers, who I really like too. Yeah. And it seems to me that Damon has one advantage. He's going into this situation with not nearly the same amount of pressure that his brother. Oh, had. exactly. Yeah, he's in a he's in a situation where he's in NXT and he can develop at more or less his pace. But I guess you know, apparently they have ninety day cycle like evaluation cycles in WWE now. Apparently, and if if he's <laughs> if he's not up to to par, I guess the pressure's on. But um, he doesn't have to be a huge star right away. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, I think is the exactly. expectation for Gable Steveson. massive star immediately as soon as he shows up full time on Raw, um, mm-hmm. and I, you know, that's that's a lot of pressure. Not to say that Gable can't handle it. I don't know, but Damon in the situation, he can just develop and 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 and, and grow as a performer. At, see what works. See what doesn't. At work. a more reasonable pace, probably. You know. Yeah, with a much with a much less bright spotlight on him. Mm-hmm. Than his brother's going to have because they're going to expect huge things. I mean, they built the whole facility for the guy. Mm-hmm. They're going to expect huge things out of Gable Steveson and Damon Kemp. You're right, man. He just comes in. But so far, man, if I if I have these guys side by side, I'm pick, I'm I'm looking at Damon Kemp. I'm not looking at Gable Steveson. Like there's something about his look. I'm like, oh man, like it really comes across on camera. Not everybody just has that thing, know, you know. I know, I know. But maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe maybe Gable Steveson will knock it out of the park. I hope so. I'm, I'm pulling for the guy. Um, yeah, I mean Joe Gacy definitely. That stuff is not working. No, uh, it's it's cheesy as hell. Um, I mean, clearly Braun Breaker's is going to come back, so he's supposed to come back next week and address him being kidnapped and then left out by some uh, left in the woods or something like that. It was like near a lake, I think. So in it's probably, maybe it's a lake in downtown Orlando. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was <laughs> night. Of... It was dark. Can't really tell. Couldn't really there was tell. Grass. I noticed there was grass. And some water. One thing that's one thing that's totally working is Legato, the continuing feud between the families, Legatos, and uh, as 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 Tony D says, the Legatos, yeah, <laughs> and, and his crew. Of course, we had a kidnapping last week, yeah, 
with uh, what's his name? AJ. What is it? AJ Galante. Galante. And then this week, uh, uh, it was, uh, it was Cruz Del Toro. Cruz Del Toro. Sorry, yeah, Cruz Del Toro was kidnapped mm-hmm. and uh, by the other guys, and then and it concluded with uh, a phone call. Where next week, next week they're just going to settle it. Next week yeah, they're, they're going to have a match. Settle it, yeah. Which should probably just wonk that finish because you got to keep this going, man. Yeah. This this has to have. There's got to be some weird ass stipulation match they're going to come up with. That has to do with mafiosos or cartels or some shit like that. And I have no idea what it would be. I, uh, I I was saying, if you really want to pop us, you bring in Marco Corleone. Mm-hmm. You bring in Mark Jindrak mm-hmm. to, repri- to, to reprise his Marco Corleone character. Yeah, that'd be great. We got Dio. At the end, he just doles out drop kicks for everybody. <laughs> He gets he gets Santos to get on the shoulders yeah. of Tony D. Drop kicks them both. <laughs> he drop kicks them drop both. Drop kicks them both. Exactly. That'd be stellar. So I really like that stuff because you know fun. Santos Santos just say he got there on the phone call at the end and he says, Hey Tony. He said what? He said, Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, I did not it. see that coming. It was great. I did not. I was hoping for it. I was like, Oh, on the show tomorrow, I'm gonna say he should have just said fuck but you. Then and then he, he just said and it. And then he said it. So um, that was pretty awesome. And talk- then, yeah, like you mentioned, dude, it was it was all women's matches was, last night. Man. It, it was kind of awesome. And the main event was, was fantastic. So they they've done a solid job of building the story up between Natalia and Cora Jade. Um, and and man, this match was tons of fun. Uh, you know, they they I feel like they've been trying to build up Cora into a, a main eventer. Yeah, sure. In the women's yeah. division, and she came off a little too much. It's kind of oh, I'm happy to be here. Sure, absolutely. you know. Uh, I know she's had two title matches, and it didn't seem like, in my mind, she was. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I had it, and I missed. I lost it. Um, you know, she walked in this match saying, "This is my, this is my chance to prove that I belong in the ring with Hall of Famers." Mm-hmm, yeah, and I think it was also her chance to prove that she belonged to be in in the conversation again to be the next NXT Women's Champion. Um, mm-hmm. And home run, absolute home run. Match is great. Match, yeah. And Natalia, yeah. even though Cora lost, Natalia did a hell of a job making Cora look great. The story beat at the end was fantastic. Mm-hmm. How Natalia believed that she had tapped out and said they always tap, they always tap, and then the ref was like, "She didn't tap. She passed out." Yeah. And Natalia was like, "Wait, what?" Yep. She's like, "You didn't tap," and she's like, "Nah, man, I just passed out." And then yeah. she, you know, Earned her showed respect. her the respect there. Yep. Yeah. By the way, shout out to Matthew. Rating us with a party of 104. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you. That's Matthew. so nice. We're in the middle of our NXT 2.0 review. We are. We are. Um, yeah, dude. I, I thought it was. I thought it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I thought it was. A, I thought it was a really strong. So let's talk about this really quick. All right. We got uh, the uh, the breakout tournament mm-hmm. for their women's division. Uh, we got the brackets. Mm-hmm. You got one feud that's been going on for a while taking place on both sides yeah uh you got nikita lines and last legend on, on opposite on, sides of the bracket, uh, opposite yeah. sides yeah. so that's one maybe I, I see totally nikita lines going to the finals um i don't i think it's probably going to be because roxanne perez is on the other side yeah but i think roxanne is going to be the uh, toxic attraction is going to cost her a spot in the finals do you think they're going to come back around to that? Because uh, they had, they sort of had their. That wasn't. You don't think that was uh, going to be 
Mm-mm. done last night. No, because because uh, then they went up to Indy Hartwell afterwards and started giving her some static. Yeah, no, but then during that, she said, "Oh, maybe Indy, you can you can go find Wendy Chu crying in a corner somewhere." Yeah. Uh, let's see. So I don't here. think that's done. I think I think I, I have a feeling that Toxic Attraction is going to cost Roxanne a shot to make it to the finals. I would be really surprised if it's not Nikita Lyons versus Lash Legend in the finals. All right, so we've got uh, so Fallon Henley advanced last night. Fallon Henley advanced. And we've got Lyons Nikita did. Lyons. Okay, on the other side, we're going to have Roxanne Perez and Kiana James. Uh, Roxanne will win that. She'll win her first round match. She'll win that, and then Lash Legend and Tatum Paxley. Lash will win that. Lash Legend should win that. So I'm I'm guessing Toxic Attraction is going to cost Roxanne her match against Lash Legend. That would be my guess. That yeah, could be. In which case, doesn't Lash Legend have to win this thing? Then? I would think so. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how it all plays out. We'll see. We will see. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. All right, man, let's dive into this NXT. Sure. It opens up with Joe Gacy leading masked Braun Breaker to the middle of nowhere. Of course, they're doing those cheesy VHS effects that I hate they do. Yeah. They're, that's so annoying. And yeah, uh, he's got a couple VHS of his. Effects. Damn it, shooting on VHS. I know, exactly. Uh, <laughs> he must be using an Android phone. Uh, he, he's got his goofy druids in the you know red velvet with him. And he's like, okay, Braun, it's time to be all alone. And he starts laughing maniacally. I'm like, okay, now he's the guy who laughed. Now now he's just aping the he's, joke. He's moving. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, so after that, we had Toxic Attraction versus Roxanne Perez and Wendy Chu. Yeah. It was a fun match. Uh, uh, Roxanne and Wendy already have really good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, Wendy Chu is just endlessly entertaining with her gimmick she's been using of late. Um, she starts out the match, so her music hits. Toxic Attraction is focused on the ramp, waiting for her to enter the ring, and, and Roxanne just kind of goes, hey, look over there. Wendy Chu lays out uh, Gigi and JC with the top rope crossbody before the match even really starts. Uh, we get a lot of good back and forth. Uh, eventually, though, 
uh, uh, Roxanne goes up top to try to hit a splash on Gigi. And then Mandy gets from the ring and, and, and kind of pulls Gigi out of the way. So then mm-hmm. Wendy comes in, starts brawling with Mandy. That's distracting the ref. So Roxanne's going for code red on Gigi. JC Jane comes in, super kicks Roxanne. Uh, Gigi Dolan covers uh, Roxanne to get the win. Uh, afterwards, Wendy Chu lays out Gigi and JC. Uh, Mandy then comes from behind, blasts her with the title. Yeah. So those yeah, are really seem right. quite it's done yet. It's not really over, huh? No. Yeah. Blood and guts. Uh, after that, we had this little bit where Tiffany Stratton and Grayson Waller go shopping. You know, it's funny, man. Whenever Grayson Waller's in like a, I'm, I'm, I'm coming around to him bit by bit. Mm. His, his, well, his backstage stuff. He is a good as a character. He is, he's irritating. Mm-hmm. But like lately, he's been pretty damn funny too. Uh, he's finding these little one-liners here and there. It's getting more comfortable doing the comedy stuff as opposed to just, hey, I'm obnoxious and I'm a reality show guy. He's re- his character is really developing a comedic streak that I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. And I saw a little bit of this in, in this little shopping bit. And there wasn't a lot to it. They just no. sort of, you know, are out shopping. They start talking some shit about, uh, like, Chasey or whatever. Yeah. And Tiffany talked some shit about um, Saray. Yeah. And uh, and then they go about their business, but uh, I like the chemistry between these two as well. I think yeah. Tiffany Stratton's doing a decent job. Yeah, with the yeah, characters. I think so too. I think so too. Uh, then we get the Creed brothers, uh, Roddy's doing some uh, sparring, uh, and they're like, "Hey, we want to talk." And Roddy's like, "Hey, I hope you guys still aren't mad about what happened last week. You did get the W." And Julius Creed says, "You knew the Viking Raiders were undefeated in NXT, and now uh, we won." And and the Raiders they got their lone loss and it's tainted because of you. This was supposed to be a test for us, but when the moment came and we were digging deep, you interjected yourself. And Roddy just says, "You guys should be thanking me." Brutus says, "It's not about the win; it's about how we won. No more excuses. No more shortcuts. Next week's next week we'll face the Viking Raiders again. Except uh, we're going to beat them the right way. So you better believe in us." And Roddy's like, "Yeah, I believe in you guys. You're going to be tag champions one day. Believe in you so much. I brought in another guy." <laughs> he's been calling me about joining Dynamite here's Damon Kemp and Julius just says you know I thought new members joining were as a group decision probably just says yeah they used to be <laughs> <laughs> and Julius says alright we'll talk about this later I thought Roddy was really great in this whole segment yeah because he was he was sort of undisputed error Roddy yeah. and I and I like that that was my that was my favorite Roderick Strong he can, he can show off some personality when he's given an opportunity mm-hmm um, it it's just a shame we didn't get to see much of this Roddy interact with Malcolm Bivens. I know before he took it because that could have been really good. Yeah. Instead, they played it a lot more straight. Oh man! So I'm not going to talk about this whole thing. We had a Joe Gacy promo come out. He brought a couple of his performance center druids with him. Talks about leaving Braun Breaker in the wilderness because he has to face the next chapter of his journey all alone. Blah blah blah. So pretty much, said, it's like these druids are two people who stood out, who joined me. Braun, you can join me too if you don't. Uh, affliction and hardship are are are, are going to be there for you. So I guess the speculation yeah. is now who are the druids? <laughs> yes, boys. Oh gosh. <laughs> I mean, it's not because I came from UK, but how amazing would, would it funny. be? That'd be pretty funny if it was. If it was pretty deadly. Ooh, yes, boys. Like I was, I was, I was, I was sitting there watching it this morning. I was like, okay, is that Grizzled Young Veterans? Is that Gibson <laughs> oh, and Drake? That's right. No, it can't be because Hold on. the one to Gacy's right was a taller of the two, and I, 
and like Drake's a little bit shorter than Gibson. Well, the one on Gacy's, sorry, the one on Gacy's left was the taller one. The one on Gacy's right was the shorter one. Um, and I'm like, oh, damn, is that Gris- is that Gibson and Drake? Let me see if there's any hint. What is he? They got a uh, Gibson's got Twitter, right? I think so. What but you couldn't tell care? much because they were like pretty much head to ankle red crush velvet. You see their hands, see. and you see their boots, and that was it. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't said nothing since uh, that one tweet. Damn, dude. Yeah, man. It 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 might be. Uh, anyways, we're backstage. Bodie's hyping up Andre Chase for his match against Waller. Saray steps in. Says, uh, I heard what Waller and Stratton said earlier, and she speaks in Japanese. She's saying, I heard what, and they have the subtitles. So I heard what Waller and Stratton said earlier. I can't stand them. I want to do a mixed tag match tonight. And Chase is like, hey, I'm sorry. I, I can't understand what you're saying. And Bodie's like, no, I understand. She wants to do a mixed tag match tonight. And he's like, wait, you, you speak Japanese? He's like, yeah, we got a foreign language department. <laughs> and he's like, Chase says, oh, man, we do? That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the delivery on that was really good. It was. Chase, is, he's fucking funny, man. He is. So uh, Saray says, I can't forgive Waller and Stratton. I'm so upset I want to tear them apart. And uh, Bodie's about to interpret. And Chase says, nah, man, I get the gist. I'm going to make sure this match is made official. And then the funniest shit is Saray in Japanese says, and that's a teachable moment. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> I thought that was really clever. It, it was, was pretty it, funny. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, then we got the first of several vignettes for uh, the Ivy Nile challenge. Yeah. So it's her and then, I don't know, like a dozen guys. Mm-hmm. And the first activity is push-ups. And so mm-hmm. she's just there doing a bunch of push-ups. And like at a certain point, uh, I think one guy stopped doing push-ups. He couldn't do them anymore. That would me. She says, yeah, me too. <laughs> I'd, have, I'd have been in the first group. <laughs> I know. Um, she says, by the end of the night, I will be the last one standing. Man, she is jacked. Yeah, she is. She is. She is like when they were doing the pull-ups later I on. Know. I was like, oh my I know. god, I know that's nuts. Yeah, she is jacked. So, anyways, after that, we had uh, uh, the breakout tournament match: uh, Fallon Henley versus Sloan Jacobs. Uh, poor Sloan. Briggs and Jensen come out. What was the shirt that Jensen was wearing? It said something about virginity. It's like virginity rocks or I something. I was trying like that. to read that too, and I couldn't. I couldn't figure I out. I didn't what it get said. what the second word was. Maybe somebody in chat has it. Uh, so, anyways, they come out and they're they're like rooting her on, and it kind of distracts Sloan a little bit. But the match continues. Uh, Fallon Henley gets the win with a shining wizard, and then they all celebrate in the ring. And Jensen's like raising the hand of Sloan Jacobs <laughs> a little too much, and she's like, "Yeah, my hand back, dude." Yeah, so awkward. It's great. Yeah, yeah. He is he is really awkward. Then we get a legato interview. Uh, Santos says, when you live in my world, you treat disrespect with a swift response. He says, AJ Galante should have never been at the meeting last week. But uh, when he sat down there at the table, he was then fair game. He knows the rules. Uh, he could never survive on Legato streets. He says, Tony D'Angelo's crew is going to learn the hard way. You don't get involved in Legato's business and just walk away, much less walk again. Cruz, start the car. Start the car. Uh, after that, Cruz walks to Legato's SUV, starts it up, and then he gets attacked by Tony D and his crew. They put him in the trunk of a Toyota Camry. Yeah. I love that you notice, yeah, of a Camry, and they drive off. Yeah. Legato's got the edge when it comes to cars, man. That's a nice-looking SUV. Yeah, it's like it's a nice Escalade. SUV. Maybe it was a rental mm-hmm. Camry. They rented it. <laughs> that, yeah, that could be. That could be. Yeah, to, to disguise who did it. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Exactly. That's a good point. 
Uh, after that, we had Amari Miller versus Alba Fire. Uh, preceding this match they showed last time we saw Amari Miller was that nasty bit with uh, was a Lash Legend mm-hmm. where she got herself hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's back to take an ass whooping from Alba Fire, but she she got a lot of her shit in. She so did. That this was, was cool. This was a fairly competitive match before the or like during the match, they showed a a, a bit uh, of the Ivy Nile challenge. They had moved on to burpees. At that point, three yeah. burpees in, I'd say done. <laughs> and Quit. you see that happen. Yeah, a couple of dudes like. <sighs> Can't do this, man. Yeah, no we'll way. Go back to podcasting. Mm-hmm. Like, not not worth it. Uh, anyways, uh, Alpha Fire gets the win here. Um, it's a pretty fun uh, finishing sequence. So uh, Amari Miller trips up Alpha Fire, hits penalty kick, gets a two count, and then Alba hits a kick, a headbutt, gory bomb, then goes up top, hits a swanton mm-hmm. to get the win. Sick looking swanton. She's got new presentation, new gear, everything. Yeah, yeah. Somebody had mentioned before they had made a reference to Elden Fire. Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Alba Fire, Elden Ring, whatever. That nerd game everybody plays. Wow. Uh, <laughs> no, I only say that because I would suck so bad at it. I'm not good at those hard games. No, nor There's, am I. Nor am I. Yeah, I need easy mode every time. Mm-hmm. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. After that, Mello and Trick arrive at the Performance Center. Man, Mello had that uh, jogging suit, that track suit. Oh, it's beautiful. Great. So they arrive and they walk up to the door and Silasico is standing there, says, not today, fellas, <laughs> and then locks them out. Yeah. And he's like, what, what the hell? He's like, we're getting in there. Let's go around. They go around the back. So they then. start. They go around the back. Uh, then we get a Cora Jade interview. She's asked, is she nervous facing Natalia? And she goes, of course I'm nervous. I'm facing a legend in the main event, but Natalia isn't, the facing, isn't facing the same little girl she took photos with. She's not facing the same person she DM'd a year ago or even the same person she cheap shotted a month ago. Cora says, I'm ready. Uh, Natalia thinks she's the gatekeeper in the women's division, but tonight I bust that gate open and prove Natalia and everyone else that I belong in the ring with a Hall of Famer. Yep. So then we get a Solo Sokoa promo. He comes out. People are going crazy for him. Oh, he's and they great. love Solo. He's awesome. They start chanting, ooh, so, ooh, so. Um, and uh, he says, you know, this is supposed to be mellow and Trick's time, but it's my time now. So they're going to come out and talk about the North American title. We already know what happened last week. If Mello wants a one-on-one title shop, that's cool. I'm going to be right there watching, but I'm letting everybody know that I've got next. He says, I don't care if it's Mello or Grimes. I want the winner. Grimes comes out. People start booing this guy. They were chanting, you got lucky. Oh, man. They, I, I feel so bad because this is not his thing. No. this is He is not supposed to be boring good guy, man. No. It doesn't work. Honorable to be TNA guy. superstar Trevor Lee. Supposed to be a scumbag. He plays scumbag so perfectly. I know. I know. Um, so anyways, Grimes comes out, and you could tell he is trying not to crack with all these people just shouting him down. He says, I respect you, Solo, and I understand that you want another chance at this title. However, it in your house is going to be Carmelo versus Grimes, one-on-one. He says, but have no fear, because after I beat Melo, I'm going to give uh, I give you my word that I'm going to give you a title shot. He offers his hand, and Solo just walks out. Mm-hmm. And then Trick and Mello attack Grimes from behind. 
Solo turns around and Trick is setting up a chair to stick Grimes' head in it and Mello's going up top and uh, and he's going to hit that leg drop of his. And then Solo comes running in, broken up, breaks up that situation. Mm-hmm. He clears both Trick and Mello from the ring, helps Grimes up, picks up the North American title, and then Grimes takes it back from him. Crab boos him. Yep. Like, no, you suck. Yep. People want Solo as champion. Uh, then we're back in the parking lot. Legato's walking to their SUV. They come upon it, still running. No Cruz del Toro in sight. Santos says, <sighs> I know what this is all about. I'm going to make the call. So he calls Tony D'Angelo, and Tony answers. And he goes, you know, Santos says to him, whoever took Cruz is in big trouble. Huge mistake. And Tony's like, why are you telling me this? I have nothing to do with this. You know, AJ Galante went missing too. Maybe they end up in the same place. And Santos says, oh, that's doubtful. Word is, AJ's in rough shape. <laughs> and then Tony says, well, if you let AJ go, I'll pop the trunk and let Cruz breathe a little bit. And next week, we can settle this. And Cruz, uh, sorry, Santos accepts and says, but right now, you got to let Cruz out. And you just sealed your fate. Tony starts getting mad. He says, you don't make the threats around here. I'm the Don of NXT. I do. He says, I'm going to beat you so bad next week, your mother won't recognize you. And Santos. And San- Santos goes kind of quiet. Yeah. And Tony D says, hey, are you still there? Yeah. Santos says, yeah, I'm here. Hey, Tony. What? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tony gets pissed, flips, flips over table. a table, yeah. and one of his uh, one of his goons says, really? Come on now. What are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> this this damn thing is way more entertaining than it should be, man. But it's, it's, it's perfect. You know, if you're going to introduce a guy like Tony D'Angelo and he already got Legato there doing their thing, this works too well, mm-hmm. and they're, they're doing a really good job. But the, the delight on Santos's face when he oh, drops he the fuck you I know, it was, great. was so great. It was really good. Uh, after that, we had a Nathan Frazier interview. He said, um, uh, he says, I'm very excited for NXT. Wait, he said he's very excited yeah, for NXT Yeah, because before UK his interview, they had ran a promo for NXT UK. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, he says, I'm still on cloud nine after beating Waller. He says, but tonight I'm a fan and I'm rooting for Chase University. And Zion Quinn steps up and says, hey, keep your head down. Run it straight. And you'll be fine. And then Frazier's like, thanks, but what does run it straight mean? Which was, it's hilarious. I know. That they have a character with a catchphrase that people openly are like. No one understands. I know. Because <laughs> Wesley steps in and is like, here, another person who doesn't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Zion isn't phased. He says, I already put you in your place. I'm gonna, I don't want to do the same with you, Fraser, because Zion's a mumbler. He is a mumbler. <laughs> he is. A, I think he thinks that he's doing like tough guy, cool guy. Yeah, he's doing yeah, tough guy. Yeah, like no. tough guy, cool guy, understated. But he just comes off as a mumbler who says shit that people don't understand. I know. So Fraser's like, "Well, I didn't mean anything." By okay, I, bye. And he just leaves. Yeah, he just walks out, and then yeah. Lee says, "Oh, didn't didn't get under his skin," and he says, "But uh, you're gonna run it straight with me." And then Quinn says, I don't want to, you don't have to go through all the pain that I put you through before. And Lee says, I'll be there. Just make sure that you are medically cleared. Mm-hmm. Better run it straight. What? I don't know what that means. Run it straight. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> you know, your problem is you don't run it straight. What does that mean? <laughs> he wants some beaches. <laughs> uh, after that, we had Tiffany Stratton and Grayson Waller. Versus Saray and Andre Chapman. This is kind of the same. Thing. What were you talking about? Run it straight. What peaches? What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't uh, know what kind of peaches. Saray and Andre Chase. This was tons of fun. This was great, and they even do the thing like they're backstage and Saray and uh, and they're like, "Are you going to wrestle like that?" She said, "Nope." 
And then, uh, and then, of course, they all three of them go through the entrance, the, the smoky, mystical entrance. And Chase is leveled up instead of a red shirt. Now he's got a blue shirt. Powder blue shirt. A powder blue shirt. I don't know Chase if he always shirt. wrestles in Jordan 11s, but he was wrestling in Jordan 11s this match. Right. Yeah. And uh, and then and Bodie, I Bodie was like, I guess, like dressed like a cheerleader. Oh, is that mm, what he was? Mm, must that kind of makes sense. He had like pigtails all of a sudden and then like a, a cropped shirt. And he yeah. had like a, a big flag when he didn't before, I think. And then, of course, Saray was all in her superhero. Get yeah, up. yeah, yeah. And this was fun. My only problem with this, because this is a really fun match, mm-hmm. and everybody, Tiffany is really coming along yeah, as a wrestler. She is. She's a lot of fun to watch. They don't let Saray do the full drop kick. She does it, and I get it. You're being safe. But, like, it used to be brutal when she would kill somebody with this thing. And now, like, they don't really even let it connect all that much. They just sort of fall out of the ring when mm-hmm. it happens. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a bummer to me. Like, I don't know. I don't want to see anybody get hurt. Obviously not. But it was a really awesome drop kick before. Really and now awesome it sort of drop kick. doesn't really have the same impact anymore. Yeah, I get that. Safety first, though, Steve. I want to see somebody just get annihilated, man. Uh, that was so, it was a, it was amazing to watch that. It was amazing. So Grace and Waller eats one of those drop kicks. Uh, Saray rolls up Stratton uh, to get the win um, after Bodie uh, blasts the air horn to distract Tiffany. Uh, she takes him out with a plancha, gets back in the ring. Saray rolls her up. Um, after that, back to the Ivy Nile challenge. Now they're in the parking lot doing lunges again. Mm. Two or three of these done. <sighs> About, my knees are grinding. This they is hurt. the point when I start vomiting in the parking lot through, because I'm exhausted. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> oh, why did I have five Del Taco grilled chicken I soft know. tacos before, right before we did this? I know. I was trying to give myself some energy. Instead, I'm vomiting in the parking lot. That's <laughs> the most dangerous place to be. <clears throat> you might slip on my vomit. Uh, after that, we had a Von Wagner interview. But he doesn't want to talk. He just pushes the mic over to Robert Stone. He says, our actions are very simple. If you step to Von Wagner, he'll continue to demolish you. Von is then attacked by Ikman Jiro. Refs and producers come in to break it up. Yep. Uh, this is my world. Everybody's just living it. Then uh, Indy Hartwell, she's sitting in the break room. Mandy walks up to her and says, you know, I understand you're going through a lot of stuff right now. I just want to check in on you. I can't imagine what it's like going through what you're going through. And Indy says, oh, thanks. It's been crazy. My soul is empty. I feel like I've lost everything. And it, it, Mandy goes, no, 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 no. I said, I can't imagine what it feels like to be going through what you're going through because no man has ever left me. And then JC says, hey, maybe you should go find Wendy Chu. Maybe she's crying in a corner somewhere. And then Gigi just calls her a loser. Yeah, 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 loser. Uh, after that, we had Nikita Lyons versus Ariana Grace. I believe Ariana Grace is Santino's That's daughter. correct. Um, and, uh, and yeah, this was a lot of fun. Uh, Grace has a promo before this says Lions is the favorite to win, but don't count me out. I'm going to pull off the upset and advance the second round. That did not uh, hit. Uh, that no, did not happen. No, no. no. Uh, she got some of her shit in, but, uh, in the end, Nikita Lions is that hits that awesome spin kick after a German suplex and then gets the splits pinned for the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're back to the Ivy Nile challenge. Now it's time for pull-ups and not just any pull-ups. It's probably another 10, 20 pounds of, of, of metal chain around <sighs> around you too while you gotta do the pull-ups. And not and it was just her and one other one other fella, yeah. Overhand pull-ups. Yeah. The really hard ones. 
Yeah, this was nuts. Like to see all the muscles in her back, I like just, just working. Oh my god. Yeah. And then and the other dude, he was there was only one guy left. He was keeping up with her, and then he couldn't anymore. Nope. But uh, still, kudos to that fella for uh, for hanging in there as long as he did. Yeah. Because they went through a lot. He's gonna be he's gonna be hurting today, man. That's right. I mean, she was yeah. she and just in this segment, she probably did what seven, eight, nine pull-ups, ease, easily, oh, dude, easily, like it was with an nothing. extra twenty pounds, easily, yeah, like it was nothing, yeah, easily. Uh, then we got a Viking Raiders promo. They talk about their they respect the Creed brothers for not one to accept the tainted victory, but it's hard that it's hard to find men with honor and respect this business. But next week, honor and respect that's put to the side when the bell rings, raids come and blah blah blah. They're not going to lose again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had Cora Jade versus Natalia. That was our main event. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, like you said, this was just a killer match. Uh, a really good stuff. I mean, dude, if you're going to, if you want a really good match with pretty much anybody, you put him in there with Natalia. Mm-hmm. I mean, she kind of is. I could, I could see she has a claim to be in the boat, man. She mm-hmm. talks about it. She is really good. She is really good. Uh, and has been like for I a very long time. Absolutely. Like I mentioned, uh, uh, Cora ends up getting locked in a sharpshooter. Um, she reaches for the ropes, and Natalia keeps on bringing her back. That happens again. And then Natty just sits down. This is the deepest I think I've ever seen a sharpshooter. She sat on it deep. And uh, and Cora wouldn't tap, wouldn't tap, wouldn't tap. And then out, passes out. And then they ring the bell, and Natalia's like, they always tap, they always tap. And the ref's like, she didn't tap. She didn't, she didn't, it's fiction, she didn't tap. Yeah. And then Natalia was like, what? Really? You didn't tap? She was like, you're good. You're real good. Mm-hmm. And they hugged, and she pointed at her, yep. saying, yep. this person's good. Good match. Great match. Anyways. Hell of a match. Uh, great match. Go out of your way. Check uh, it out. I forgot to uh, load up the Level Up review. Mm. So our, our, our YouTubers and our audio listeners are going to listen to Enforcer's awesome Level Up review here in just a moment for the live Twitch chat. Apologies. Sorry. And really, this hurts me more than anything. We're sort of doing things like in a different way here. So, like, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. I need to, I need to pay It'll closer be in the attention. VOD, though. It'll be in the VOD. So, here it is. I'm going to throw to it. Then I'm going to stop the recording and bring it back up. Hey, friendos. How's it going? It's the Enforcer here once again with another edition of the review show that nobody asked for. But you're going to get it anyway. It's time for the level up lowdown. Kicking things off, we've got Tatum Paxley and Ivy Nile versus Saray and Erica Yan. Uh, Saray is disappointed as of late with her recent outcomes uh, with Tiffany Stratton, so she's hoping this match will help get her back onto the right track. Right. So to kick things off, we've got Ivy and Saray. Uh, quickly, there was a tag to Tatum. Uh, Tatum loses advantage. Saray gets a running kick and a kip up. Quick tag to Yan. Uh, a lot of near falls in quick succession. Um, Yan tries for a backslide. You get a two count. Crowd appreciates the hard work, the quick back and forth that they were doing here. Uh, Ivy and Saray in now, and Ivy is taking it to Saray. Uh, uh, Tatum, one thing here uh, later on in the match, uh, Tatum Paxley uh, has Saray up uh, for a body slam, but before she does the slam, she gets a squat in real quick and then finishes the body slam. Um, later on, a little bit of rest hold action with some aggressiveness. Uh, uh, commentators were mentioning that maybe some of Ivy Nile's aggression is rubbing off on Tatum Paxley. 
once we get down to the finish, Erica, uh, uh, Yan, and Ivy Nile are in there. Ivy gets a nice kick in into her submission where she uh, gets the head back here and then she brings the other arm around to lock it into place. Quick tap uh, for that one. Um, second match, we've got Sloan Jacobs versus Thea Hale. They mention here that Thea is the youngest member of the NXT roster at 18 years of age, fighting Sloan Jacobs, also youngster at 19. Um, they said that Thea Hale is from Spartan blood and she's calling herself the goddess of war. We'll see how long that lasts. Um, Thea is all energy. She came out with her usual cape, flexing on fools. And then the bell rings. She gets in a nice ah, yell, continues to flex. Um, I will say this. Um, both of these um, superstars, extremely green. So there was a lot of headlocks, a lot of punches, a lot of kicks, uh, but a lot of, um, I'd say, uh, uh, energy and enthusiasm from uh, Thea Hale, which I think in a couple of years she gets some seasoning. If they give her enough time, I could see um, um, action, um, or I don't want to say action, but um, a lot of upside to her. But again, 18 years of age. Sloan Jacobs, one of the uh, women in the breakout tournament. So the finish here uh, comes down to uh, Jacobs gets a uh, hail up on her shoulders and then does that, that fall away sort of slam uh, face first, gets the one, two, three, seeing that, you know, Sloan gains some momentum for the breakout uh, tournament. Now in our uh, last match, uh, I don't know if this is really the main event. I would say the main event for me was commentary because we had, let me make sure I get this right. Dante Chen and Javier Bernal versus Channing Stax Lorenzo and Troy Two Dimes Donovan. These are the uh, the new henchmen for Tony D'Angelo. Uh, Tony D'Angelo the whole time was on commentary and he was just running down the two commentators about why you're asking so many questions, what's going on. Wasn't really given a lot of encouragement to um, stacks and two dimes. Every time they would lose advantage, he would say, oh, hold on a minute, guys. Like, come on, guys, let's get this thing together here. Um, really, I think this match was just for Tony D'Angelo to talk on commentary. So he was doing the usual tropes of the mob boss that, that you'd have there. Um, in the end, they get a blind tag uh, to take control, they being uh, stacks and two dimes. Um, they end up getting a double boot onto Chen for a one, two, three. And then the other thing that I thought was funny after they did all the replays, uh, uh, Tony D'Angelo comes into the ring, goes on and greases the referee with a C note, basically shakes his hand, gives him the kisses on the cheeks and then away we go. So, uh, Tony, uh, getting, uh, him, his, his, uh, goons a win by nefarious means either greasing the ref or doing something like that. So anyway, that main event was really for Tony D'Angelo to talk on commentary and then to establish his two henchmen uh, stacks into two dimes. All right, Steve, hopefully you were able to give a bunch of likes on your Twitter, your Instagram. Larson, 
I don't know, stare off into space or something, whatever, man. Guys, take care. Have a good one. I'll see you on the next one. Thank you, Enforcer, for what was surely a rousing episode of the review nobody wants, nobody asked for. I'm sorry, nobody asked for. Everybody wants it. Nobody asked for it. I want it. I want it, too. Level up. Sound like a great episode this week, by the way. I think. I don't know. Maybe he said it was a dude. I don't know. Enforcer, do you want to go to uh, GCW's Maniac the same night as uh, the other show that we're going to? Enforcer's here in chat. It's got some good matches on it. It's, got, it's a good card. It's got some good matches. Good card. It is a good Blake card. Christian versus Kevin Blackwood. Bandito versus Nick Wayne. Good card. So the idea is from two to five, we do LA fights. Go get some Roscoe's. Chill out. Hang out with Ulysses. And then like at eight or whatever, go to GCW's Maniac. Just throwing that out there. See what the enforcer has to say about that. Yeah. Let's go ahead and answer some questions. Yeah, let's answer a few questions. Why don't we? Let's see here. Uh, quick reminder, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. If you can't make the show live, you want to leave us a question, you can do that on the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Got a couple new patrons here. House GFX, Mason Crabtree, Gregory Mullen, Cody Martinez, Just Josh, Nick Mazzaferro, and Josh Fields. All new patrons. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your support. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, let's take a look here. We got a couple questions here on the Patreon. Uh, Cameron asks, how does NXT's women's division stack up with AEW's? I was really impressed and into all the matches last night. So obviously AEW has more veterans Mm -hmm. on their roster. Um, I like that they are finding more more opportunities for women on TV in NXT. I mean, that being said, AEW, they have a very good women's division. It's just unfortunately they don't find a lot of time for it on TV. Yeah, hopefully that changes. I mean, we saw on Rampage this week we got two women's matches. Um, yeah. Hopefully Tony Khan was watching NXT this week and taking notes about how to uh, feature more women on his show. And maybe in the future we'll get more than one match mm-hmm. per episode of Dynamite and Rampage. Because the mm-hmm. AEW women's division has a lot of really great talent. Yeah. just want to see them more. Alex Foster says, what vehicle would your faction use to kidnap people in the NXT parking lot? Um, I'd get my hands on whatever that three-wheel vehicle that Vikingo and Phoenix rode into their match at Triple Mania. Stellar. It'd be yeah. that. And then I'd hide them in time somewhere. There you go. Because it's clearly a time machine of some sort. Maybe, perchance. It could be. Cornbread yeah. Haas says, I saw Mandy Rose eating bison meatloaf on Instagram. I guess bison isn't that weird, but it got me thinking, what's the weirdest, craziest, interesting animal you've ever eaten? I think I had like, and I don't know how, I don't know how weird or interesting this is, but I think when I was a kid, I had like crocodile or gator yeah, or something like that. Before. But I don't, I honestly don't remember dick about it. Like I was a kid. It was good. I, remember I had it like a Cajun festival in my, there you after go. college and it was good. Um, yeah. I've had elk, I think. Mm-hmm. I've had escargot. That's mm-hmm. snail. Mm-hmm. I've had octopus once. Yeah. Um, That's probably let's the weirdest. see here. Mayor Planet Houston said, I know WWE probably wouldn't do anything this cool, so book an invasion angle of NXT 2.0 by NXT UK, leading to their own Survivor Series-style pay-per-view called Revolutionary War. That's bringing back some memories, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm going to stir the pot like that, man. We're allies now. How about uh, call it uh, 
tea and, tea and, tea and scones. Oh, there we go. Bangers and smash. Bangers and smash, yeah. It would start with Burton Delboy coming over. There you go. Uh, you know, saying, Oi, I smuggled some McVitie's digestives. Wow. Would you like some? And then they open up as just Duke. There you go. That's the that's that's the there. opening salvo Poop. right there. It's a dookie. Poop. Yeah. Uh Showtime. <laughs> oh, I had some kebabs. Showtime's uh, <laughs> asking who wins tonight, Dax or Adam Cole Baby. It's probably gonna be Adam Cole Baby. Adam Cole Baby. It's gonna That nerd is gonna be wearing his Bret Hart socks. I saw that on Twitter. Oh, Dax, yeah. Yeah. What a nerd, man. Be original. He likes Bret Hart. Knew. Um, Too much. Uh, That's Adam his gimmick Cole. now. He's a Bret Hart fan. Adam Adam Cole is going to win. It's going to set up uh, FTR versus Redragon, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see but that. FTR will beat Redragon, and then they'll, I would think, eventually get the tag titles. This is a good question from Xavier Gray. Who do you think should dethrone Toxic Attraction of all the gold in NXT 2.0? After last night, I feel like Cora Jade should get that the women's title. It's got to be Cora Jade. Yeah. As far as the tag titles? Honestly, if it was Cora Jade, I wouldn't be shocked if it was Cora Jade and um, uh, Wendy Chu and Roxanne, maybe, Mm -hmm. after all is said and done. Mm -hmm. Maybe. We'll see. They seem to really like Toxic Attraction, though. Yeah. Might be a while before we see those titles leave. It could be. Yeah. Um, Anyways, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks to our sponsors of the show. Uh, We appreciate it. Tonight, of course, after Dynamite, we got our AW review. Thanks, everybody, for watching. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.